God is present with us in our suffering. Jesus is Savior and Lord, even in the darkness. The power of sin, sickness, and death to terrify us and take away what is most precious to us has been shattered at the cross of Christ. That's what Katie Hubbard helps us discover as we read her journal from 2013 after her diagnosis with recurrent breast cancer. I'm your host, Norman Hubbard, and I think you're going to find there are good things here. Friday, August 30th, 2013. Welcome back to There Are Good Things Here. Katie goes on to write, Dear Lord, I wake up in the morning and all that has gone under the bridge threatens to overwhelm me. And I think my soul thirsts for God, for the living God. So pants my soul for you, O God. And that is where all of the restlessness, the worry, anxiety, longing should go into an extreme longing for you. A week ago, Joseph and I had a long talk about asking Jesus in his heart. Last night, I went to tuck him in bed and he said, Mom, I have something to tell you. I already have Jesus in my heart. He got the hugest smile on his face, and I could just tell that he was filled with the joy of the Holy Spirit, and he said he had prayed one day at carpet time in preschool with Mrs. Prince. Then he ran downstairs and told Tom, Kayla, and Rachel, that it is really wonderful for me to see that you were at work in Joseph's heart at preschool even when I was at home going through treatment and not present like I normally would be. Joseph also said that we would run around the pavement at the ice cream social because we were so excited that he had asked Jesus into his heart. Norman has been having trouble sleeping, and for the first time I entertained the question, what if something happened to Norman? My kids would be orphans. Wow, that struck fear and terror into me. Trust, 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 trust. That is one reason that I'm so excited about Joseph asking Jesus into his heart, another picture of how you tangibly care for my kids. Thank you for how they all seem to be doing. I feel so fragile myself. I'm thankful they all seem to be doing well. I'm off to La Peep today for a staff women's breakfast. It feels uncertain and unsafe. I'm not sure what all of that is, but I want to pray over this interaction. I would rather stay home. Genesis 16:13. You are the God who sees. And now into September of 2013, September 1st to Sunday. Dear Lord, as the deer pants, I'm up early and with you. Tom came home from work at 1 a.m. and was locked out. I did not have my phone by me, which never happens. Usually he texts when he's going to be so late. So then I was totally freaked out for an hour. Was he really at work? 
And then I flipped out about life and parenting, and it all felt so overwhelming, and I was very afraid. Friday, I prayed for rain, and it has rained twice since then, probably because Katie was like the 21st century female Elijah. Anyway, uh, today will be another 90-degree day, and then it's supposed to cool off. Zephaniah three sixteen and 17. Do not fear. Zion, let not your hands be weak. The Lord your God is in your midst. The Mighty One will save. I do not need to be afraid because you are in our midst. I don't need to be weak because you save. Cancer. Genesis 28. This land. How awesome is this place? This is none other than the house of God. And this is the gate of heaven. Exodus 14. Do not be afraid. The Lord will fight for you. The Egyptians whom you see today, you will see no more forever. Why do you cry to me? Go forward. Deuteronomy 1. Do not be afraid or terrified. The Lord your God who goes before you, he will fight for you. Your little ones who you say will be victims, they shall go in there and they shall possess it. Psalm 5, let all those rejoice who put their trust in you. Let them ever shout for joy because you defend them. Psalm 20, may the Lord answer you in the day of trouble. May the name of the God of Jacob defend you. May he send you help and strengthen you. May he grant you your heart's desire and fulfill all of your purposes. Now I know the Lord saves his anointed. He will answer him from his holy heaven with the saving strength of his right hand. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. That again is a quotation from Psalm 20. Oh, and I didn't finish the quotation. One final sentence. They have bowed down and fallen, but we have risen and stand upright. And then from Monday, September 2nd, Dear Lord, Joe's condition has deteriorated. This is a friend, Joe, in South Dakota who was walking a cancer journey at the same time Katie was and had been a great source of strength for Katie. If my belief is that your favor is only shown by long life, then I have nothing to offer. Even now, there are a lot of sirens rushing towards something, and that makes me think of my nephew Nick. Acts 17, verse 26. And he has made from one blood every nation of men to dwell on all the face of the earth, and has determined their appointed times and the boundaries of their dwellings. Whatever happens in my life or in Joe's life, it is in your plan. We have pre-appointed times and the boundaries of our dwellings. So that, the quotation goes on from Acts, they should seek the Lord and find him, though he is not far from each one of us.
for in him we live and move and have our being. September 5th, a Thursday, one sentence from Jesus Calling. Living in my presence means living in two realms simultaneously, the visible world and unseen eternal reality. And from Friday, September 6th, Dear Lord, so I started reading the cancer protocols that a friend gave me. I have learned enough over the years to know that I need some time and space to adjust to it. It is a lot to absorb and consider. It underscores that there is no cure for cancer, and there are no guarantees that anything will work, which highlights the precariousness of my situation. That is a big weight for anyone to carry. From Sunday, September 8th. <laughs> That's funny. There's just Sunday, September 8th, 2013, and I guess that mom duties called her away from writing anything that day because the next is from Wednesday, September 11th, 2013. As many of you know, a day that lives in history for very bad reasons. And Katie writes, Dear Lord, 9-11, never forget that day. Good Bible study and IBD leaders turned out yesterday for dinner. I made chicken parmesan. Everyone seemed very grateful, and I was very grateful to be able to do it. We're having another beastly heat wave. Tom and Kayla are getting heat days again. It is so miserable. I am pretty tired. I had a lot going on with just with the kids' schedules, a central open house on Monday night. And then Joe died on Monday. Monday. I had no idea she was 59. I thought 48 or 50, maybe. That makes me sober to how young I am. That's 18 years older than me. I went back and reread all of our text messages since April. It is pretty cool. I will really miss her. Monday, September 16th. Katie's last entry from September of 2013. She writes, Dear Lord, what a busy week starting last Monday with a field trip with Joseph and a phone call with Anne. And then it seemed like there was something every day. Tuesday, Bible study leaders dinner in a 97-degree day. Wednesday, meeting with Rachel and Becky. Thursday, an open house and a community meeting at Judah. Friday was band and a football game. Saturday was soccer. And Saturday, we went and looked at an RV. And then Monday, Joe died. So I feel pretty wiped out. Not to mention that I stayed up way too late reading a really good book. And so, <coughs> so I'm starting the week a little blitzed. Lord, is there any reason that we should not buy this RV? Oh, that's really funny. Uh, there is another entry from Sunday, September 29th. And by the way, it's so funny because there was every reason that we should not have bought that RV. Uh, it needed so much work, but we didn't know it until we bought it. 
Anyway, Sunday, September 29th, 2013. This is her last entry from September. Katie writes with an arrow back to that, should we buy this RV or should we not buy this RV? She writes, ha ha. So we bought it and we were filled with joy. Then we discovered that the floor is rotted and filled with mildew. That will definitely temper your enthusiasm. I don't feel like we made a mistake in buying it. It's just a big bummer. And then from Jesus Calling, I desire to be your closest friend, Jesus says, and yet I am also your sovereign Lord. Mm -hmm.